Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live Every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great, great day. Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. He's one of the most beloved coaches in college football, yet it's been nearly two years, two, two years, like 625 days since Northwestern won a game on American soil. Do you guys know that? Yeah. No. That's a real thing. Remember the last game they won, the, the only game they won was uh, they beat Nebraska last year in Ireland. In a game that Nebraska should have won. And then Nebraska, they had an onside kick. For what reason? I don't know. They had a lead. And they never, and Northwestern recovered it. And the rest was history. Yeah, it's been almost two years since they won a game on American soil. It's a real thing. But um, Pat Fitzgerald is their head coach. He's kind of like head coach emeritus. He played on their Rose Bowl team. And then, of course, he coached them in, I think it was the COVID year, they went to the Big Ten championship game, right? 
So they've, they've been mired in last place since, and now he's suspended for two weeks without pay following an independent investigation to allegations of hazing within the Wildcats football program. School announced its decision today. The former, the, the outside investigation began last December under the direction of Maggie Hickey, a former inspector general of Illinois. In late November, the university received a complaint alleging instances of hazing occurring inside the Wildcats locker room at Camp Kenosha in Kenosha, Wisconsin. So what Northwestern does is, I mean, uh, it's ungodly hot in Chicago in early August, right? So they go up to Wisconsin, up to Kenosha, and they have training camp up there. And it's pretty cool, like a bonding of it. Apparently, there's some things that go on that don't sit well with people. The findings are weird, though. Take a listen. Hazing in any form is unacceptable, and it goes against our core values at Northwestern, where we strive to make the university a safe and welcoming environment for all of our students. Northwestern President Michael Schill said in a statement announcing the decision, our athletics programs are held to the highest standards, and in this case, we failed to meet them. I expect today's actions to prevent this form from ever happening again. Uh, Fitz said, quote, I was very disappointed when I heard about the allegations of hazing in our football program. Although I was not aware of the alleged incidents, I have spoken to our university officials. They informed me of a two-week suspension effective immediately. Um, okay, so there's a lot to this. They did not, un- there was, there's no like smoking guns that were released. There's also, they don't, know for sure that the coaches knew of the hazing and it doesn't appear that any players were suspended, expelled or kick off the team. Right. Am I reading this right there, Jay Stu? That's all correct. What you just said, they, they did not find, they didn't find evidence to, I guess, uh, punish anyone specifically for this. They just found, I guess, a general tone of hazing, and the head coach took the bullet. What's a general tone of hazing? That was my use, by the way. I, I, I didn't read that. No, I, I understand, I but like, no, I, I got it. It was just like, yeah, we think some hazing went on. Like, what is is hazing making making freshmen carry everybody's uh, uniforms and their helmets and uh, making them do laundry, or is it like atomic sit up level hazing? Isn't you know? there a Hasn't hazing uh, just become another word for bullying? I mean, I don't think what you were talking about—you know, making a freshman carry your bags, whatever—I don't, I don't know if that's the to the level of hazing. I think hazing is more of a bullying thing or a humiliation thing. Um, let me see if there's an exact definition by the NCAA. Well, one of the, you know, those those would be hazing, right? Like, the, if it's bullying again, like what is bullying? What is bullying? What is teasing? And I do understand that it's a little bit like the old, uh, what's the old saying? It's, or maybe I think it was the Supreme Court Justice says, it's like the definition of pornography, you know it when you see it. I think hazing is much the same. But it, it strikes me as, I don't know, exceptionally odd that no one else was suspended. They're not even saying that uh, the, the coaches knew, but because there were some allegations of hazing that that they suspended the coach who, by all accounts, wasn't in, involved and didn't know. 
The NCAA defines hazing as an act committed against someone joining or becoming a member or maintaining membership in an organization that is humiliating, intimidating, demeaning, or endangers the health and safety of the person. We talking code red? Somebody did somebody authorize a code red? And then, you know, and that's where there's obviously the gray area here, and that's why they bring in an independent party to 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 rule this thing. But yeah, I it's all about your interpretation, I guess. Uh, okay, so what's your takeaway on it? Well, my thing, my my takeaway from the story in general is that it kind of creates a slippery slope, and that in this environment, uh, politically, socially, there is a much more what would you say a sensitive generation of kids going through college now, playing college football. Um, you and I grew up at a time where hazing wasn't only like expected, but almost encouraged. I think people who didn't partake in the hazing of freshmen were, were, uh, were made fun of. So it's like, that's where we've come from a societal standpoint. The, I think this generation going to college right now is so sensitive that anything could be considered hazing, I guess, or humiliating if it's taken that way. Then you get to the point of if they feel that way, are you going to take away their their experience? You know, how are you going to dismiss their story? So I I think it's a slippery slope. Uh, these punishments, especially without like evidence to provide, you know, or even you know video or testimonials. It's kind of a weird one. Uh, what do you think, Ilo? I mean, I, Ilo. I mean, I'm, obviously everybody's against humiliation, but what what do you think when it's so bland? Because uh, let me let me read you some. The investigation did not discover sufficient evidence to believe that the coaching staff knew of the ongoing hazing. They determined, however, there was significant opportunities to discover that hazing occurred. Current and former players varied on their perspective of the conduct. However, the investigation team determined that the complaints claims were largely supported by evidence gathered during the investigation, including separate and consistent first-person accounts of current and former players while the investigation and this by the way this goes back to like 2014 pointing out specific misconduct of any individual players or coach participation it's like very very bland very corporate uh, lawyerly speak because the, the investigation itself dates back to January and typically in these cases you would have a public uh, report a leak, a story that precipitates the investigation. All of this was internal from day one up to now. I would like to clarify, though, uh, Jason Stewart, would you consider uh, making a coworker uh, go get extra maple syrup at six o'clock in the morning in freezing cold weather hazing? Um, yes, because that is, I think that's relatively demeaning. It, it sounds like you're speaking from a personal standpoint. No, there, right? that, was, that was purely hypothetical. That's hazing? <laughs> and that happened in what? 1999. 2001. So. But what happened? <laughs> Someone made Isaac go get their um, their hot sauce or maple syrup from McDonald's after their first run. They didn't get the syrup. So Ilo had to go back and get it. Yeah. Is this in California? It was actually at Northwestern. No, it, yes, it was here in California. Yeah. Well, so it wasn't freezing. It was freezing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so g- give me the give me the scenario here. I'll tell you if I think it's hazing, if I think it's unacceptable. Well, you're, you're, I, you're, what was your job at the time? My job involved actual radio broadcasting. What was your duties. job? 
It was very, very important. I was an audio editor, and I was sent to get this person's breakfast with extra syrup. So I asked for extra syrup, and I got a packet of syrup and then another packet of syrup, hence extra syrup. Came back, gave the person the breakfast, and I was told, no, that is not extra syrup. Go back and get more extra syrup. Okay, so you screwed up the order, and they made you go back and get it? What do you mean I screwed up the order? Ask you for extra syrup. Get extra syrup. I I got extra syrup. Syrup is one packet, and extra syrup is two packets. I I, I got to be honest with you. That's not hazing or bullying. That's that's being a bit obnoxious, right? <laughs> but but there's a little bit of rite of passage when you're. Was that your first job? Yes, and I filed a complaint with HR. No, I'm just kidding. I filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit. No, but I, all- I I would say look look here's here's the deal. Like this is this is an honest an honest to goodness take. Okay. Obviously, there's things like an atomic setup is gross. There's other things that football dudes and football culture can be gross. Um, but there is part of it to just like you're allowed to just go, hey, no, I'm not doing that. Now, if they wake you up in the middle of the night and they make you eat things you don't want to eat or they freak you out or whatever. I mean, there's there's a level there to which when it becomes dangerous or like you said, like demeaning or you have nightmares over it, but going and getting more syrup, making him wait in line, having to do extra up downs, having to carry dudes bags, having to crawl a little bit before you walk like that. Uh, uh, so you guys tell me if this is hazing my freshman year at Notre Dame, we used to on Friday go on a fun run. Right. There's two lakes on campus at Notre Dame. It's called Duloc, two lakes. And you, you also you have to pass the swim test at Notre Dame. I don't know if you guys know that you have you take P.E. as a freshman. Um, and if you don't pass a swim test, you have to take swimming. So everybody learns how to swim so they don't get sued for you falling in the lake. Right. But um, I don't remember. It was our last time we ran at some point in time, like the older guys, like we get. We go, we go for like a two-mile fun run on Friday, and we're all sweating. It's still hot, so it's still like August probably. And um, we go to circle up to stretch, and we're really close to the, one of the lakes. And next thing you know, like into the water goes a couple of freshmen, and then you just got to make the determination like, am I going to jump in or am I going to get thrown in, right? So you quickly take off your shoes, and then you, you peel off your, your, your shirt, and then you just jump in the water, and you swim out to there's like a, a floating dock. Now, there was an issue that we had a couple of dudes that weren't strong swimmers, and so we kind of had to go in and fish them out. But it was like a rite of passage. But because <laughs> there were some dudes flopping around there like fish— you know, like dying fish, uh, it, it could have been a dangerous thing if they were left to their own devices. Is that, should that be deemed hazing to the level that uh, a report should be filed? Lawsuit, lawsuit. I, I will say this, though, in all seriousness, in this day and age, it might, because the culture involving sports and this sort of thing has certainly changed uh, since then. I would say absolutely, and under the, today's standards, though, that is hazing, because you compelled people to do something they didn't want to do, and if, if you're t- what you're saying is true and there weren't great swimmers in the bunch, then you're endangering their lives, and by this NCAA uh, definition, it qualifies. It's one of the criteria. I, 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 I got it. I, first, I would, I'm going to push back on the getting guys to do something they don't want to do. Hey, welcome to sports. Welcome <laughs> yes. to conditioning. Right? Like, uh, a good, there's um, Dwight Howard, actually, in the news. Did you see the viral video of him pushing his son? His son's doing like a... Uh, one of those machines where you're pedaling, but you're also using your hands to pedal. 
um, like a conditioning thing. And he's like, I did kids. Like I can't do it. He's like, yes, you can do it. Yes, you can. And people are like, uh, it's like, that's, it's not hazing. That's almost bullying your childhood or child abuse. Whereas again, like part of what makes, I, I said this about what's the gymnast, uh, who she had the twisties, Simone, Simone Biles. Biles, Simone Biles, right? Like, am I, do I understand that she had, you know, she had the twisties like, yeah, I, I get it. Um, the, the brilliance of gym, gymnasts is they do these death-defying feats and they somehow find a way to eliminate that fear and push through. Like, that's what makes them who they are. Somehow all these athletes are able to push through fatigue in training and in games and whatever, and push through pain, you know, play through whatever their pain tolerance level is. And so some of what is done is to push you. Some of what is done is a rite of passage to, you know, show that the, the big, hey, we, we did this. You got to do it. And there's a, a definite line there. The line has moved, but that, does that make it right? right? Like, I'm not disagreeing with you, Chase, too, that that would be seen as hazing and you can't throw dudes in a lake now. But should you be able to throw dudes in a lake? There was a there was a um, rumor at my high school the year that I was a freshman, hazing stopped, or the so called hazing stopped. And the reason why it had stopped was the rumor was that the year before one of the seniors had held one of the freshmen off the balcony, at the high school, like by his legs, kind of like the vanilla ice and Suge Knight type deal, mm-hmm. like held him off the balcony by his, and therefore. They said that that they didn't call it a hazing, right? This was 1985, but they just said that kind of slowly on its own, where it's, we wouldn't be doing stuff like that anymore. With yeah, in 85, freshmen. in 85, they called it an experiment for physics class. <laughs> yeah, holding guys off a balcony is generally a no, is a no go. Is a is a no go. And there's all kinds of famous stories of it, but like, yeah, that's a that's about. The, honestly, the uh, here's the best way to look at it. Okay. This is a lot like why I don't want to skydive and why, even though I enjoyed ziplining very, very much, I don't think I'll ever bungee jump like Jay Stu likes to bungee jump. If the slightest thing goes wrong and somebody gets really badly hurt or killed, then it's it's way too risky, way too dangerous. Way too risky, way too dangerous. What do you guys think of that? No, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. If, okay. Well, if death is an option, then yeah. then it's too dangerous. No. Correct. But I mean, the the thing is, uh, for people geared a certain way, death being the option is the reason they do it. That's that's where the thrill seeking comes in, right? Yes, but that's by choice. That's oh, by choice. absolutely. If that's, that's uh, I thought we were talking about, we're talking about two different things. No, I was just comparing it. I was comparing the same. Like I, my my thought process is the same as to why I don't do gotcha those those things. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, let's welcome in Mark Dominic, of course, a uh, longtime member of the front office of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's their general manager. He joins us weekly to talk NFL here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Why do you think there's a difference? You know, Aaron Rodgers wanted to be traded a couple years ago, wasn't traded. Russell Wilson took another year to be traded. Um, seems to be a difference, obviously, NFL to NBA in terms of acquiescing to guys' uh, desires to be traded. Why do you think that is? Well, I think when you're talking about quarterbacks, you know, you realize uh, the franchise is, is lives and dies around them. And those are big decisions, and you've got to make it a, this determination of whether you think you can survive that that big, huge decision. I mean, we've seen that the players in the NFL are starting to get a little bit more of that. Uh, Devontae Adams, like, I don't want to play in Green Bay anymore. I want to go to the Raiders. You know, other players have been able to kind of push themselves into a different situation. So you're seeing the NFL coming around to it a little bit. But it is hard. You realize that this league is based specifically on that quarterback spot. And for Green Bay, you know, to finally pull the trigger and let Aaron Rodgers go uh, was a big move for them and certainly a risky move for them. Yeah, I, I, I think so as well. It's going to be fascinating to see what – do we have any sense of what Jordan Love is going to look like this year? 
Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're praising and they're singing praises, and that's all you hear is like, well, Jordan loves, you know, right where we want him to be, and we can do what we want to do with this offense with Jordan Love, and that's all well and good. Now go out there and play, you know, 17 weeks or 17 games, 18 weeks against the best defense in the NFL and show that you can not only play but hold up. I mean, we don't even know if Jordan Love is durable at this point. So, you know, I think the hard thing for him, and it's not his fault. He was drafted. He didn't, he didn't choose Green Bay. But imagine, you know, it was hard enough for Aaron Rodgers to try to follow up Brett Favre, but imagine following Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and having the expectations now, uh, especially with we've got a, a Detroit team that certainly looks like it's starting to really come together, a Minnesota team that's still, you know, very good in terms of what we saw them do in the regular season last year, and a Chicago team that's, you know, trying to build around their young quarterback. And, and certainly that young quarterback's got more experience than Jordan Love at this point. So, I think it's going to be a long season for Green Bay. I'm not as optimistic as I think a lot of people are about Jordan Love. Um, I, I I think it's going to be really interesting. They do have a very talented team around him, but you can only protect him so uh, protect him from himself uh, so much. It it, it really is. Um, okay, let's let's dive deeper into a couple other teams. We don't. I feel like we don't talk enough about. There's this. We talk a lot about the Patriots, and now there's a discussion about hey. Does the owner, Robert Kraft, and Bill Belichick, is this headed for a divorce? What do you think of their football team and the likelihood of success in what is a very, very competitive division? Yeah, I mean, I think Green Bay, excuse me, New England's in a tough spot this year. Uh, They are, I think, the fourth team in that division. Um, And I think there are a couple of the reasons. Uh, Mac Jones did play well. Completion percentage was good. There are things to like about him. But when you just look at the overall skill set of the Green Bay Packers, I can't do it, the New England Patriots, and you look at the overall skill set in terms of the wide receiver room, the running back room, the tight end room, it's not like it's a bunch of bad players. There's certainly a lot of players with a lot of experience, but there's no explosive players. And I think that's the thing that's going to really help to hurt the Packers, the Patriots. I'm going to do it, Doug. I'm going to make it. Um, that's going to hurt the Patriots, I think, this season dramatically because I think all the other teams they play are going to have guys that get those chunk plays, those 40, 50, 60 yard plays. And I just don't think the Patriots are built that way. Now, I think Bill Belichick probably understand they're going to have to win by being technically sound and being very smart, and that's a Bill Belichick team. But I still don't know if that's going to be enough. Uh, in terms of Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick, one day this is going to end. And, you know, i got a sense that, you know, it may be within the next couple of years, um, but I don't think it's going to be something that's perilous or dangerous this year alone. I think Bill Belichick's earned the right to get a couple more seasons, see what he can do with Mac Jones. But I just don't think this team, from an overall speed standpoint, also including the defensive side, He's going to be able to keep up with enough wins to win or to get in the postseason in the AFC. Uh, Josh Allen, before he was down in Mexico making out with uh, who is it? Haley? Who? Who is he making out with there? Uh, Haley? Haley Stapleton? <laughs> yeah. star. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I. I. I don't know either. Um, he he basically scolded the media on busting with the boys and said, you know, it's much to do about nothing. I don't. Know, you ever heard of a of a OTA being canceled because the wide receiver? Uh, was throwing a fit? Uh, no, usually it doesn't go that way. I mean, maybe it was already predestined that they wanted to kind of, you know, have that kind of situation where they're going to not do the OTAs. We saw other clubs not go through OTAs. We saw some teams go ahead and do it uh, in terms of veteran minicamp or, you know, just missing some practices. Not usually. Uh, usually one player doesn't dictate that whole thing. But I think uh, in this situation, we've got to just kind of assume bygones are bygones and it's water under the bridge. And I think we're going to get a much better sense once the Buffalo Bills show up to camp, once reporters are around the situation. It's going to be the buzz early on in training camp for the Buffalo Bills. How does Diggs respond to the media? What's his answers? And, and, and 
doesn't look like there's any friction going on. But uh, again, I feel like it wasn't anything financially. I don't think it was anything in terms of receiving the ball. I think it was something internal in that locker room that they had to work through, and hopefully they've worked it out. You know, Andy Dalton said he thinks he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. I understand the confidence it takes to be a professional athlete, and he was probably better at his peak than anyone gave him credit, right? Like, they took, turned around the Bengals, went to the playoffs five straight years. Didn't win a playoff game, but, like, you have to remember where the Bengals were before he got there and how stable they were when he was there. That said, like, look, if you're trying to say that you should be a starter, why just sign in Dallas last year? Why just sign in Carolina this year? Yeah, no, I think the Dallas one certainly was a head-scratcher, you know, not knowing uh, why you would sign there, but just, you know, again, it's about payday sometimes, it's about opportunity. Uh, I think he looked at the Dallas roster and thought, if I can get on the field for four or five games, maybe I can parlay that and do a starting job. I think this year, Carolina, you know, a young quarterback, you know, may have ups and downs. Maybe this is an opportunity for him to, you know, kind of uh, maybe, you know, take some games under his belt if Bryce Young doesn't step up. But it certainly sounds like Bryce Young has had a good start. We're going to learn a lot more about him. I can't believe we're only 11 days away, Doug, from like teams reporting to training camp. It's coming quick. Like July is flying by, and the offseason is moving through. But I think for Andy Dalton, I, I, you know, I couldn't sit there and say he's not right. I think if he is one of the top 32, he's in that 28 to 32. But there's a lot of guys right now that we're still not sure are good enough to be starting quarterbacks in the NFL. We talked about Jordan Love. I don't know what Trey Lance is if he even gets a shot again in San Francisco. You know, we've got a lot of thoughts about C.J. Stroud or what you know these other quarterbacks could become or are going to be. So, I mean, I understand what he's saying. I think he's got some truth. But the reality is until we see some of these young guys play, he, he can be right on merit, but he might not be right in terms of pure talent. Mark Dominic joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, basically his entire professional life has been spent scouting and in front offices, uh, most notably as the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Corey Dillon ripped the Bengals uh, for, you know, how long it took him to get in the ring of honor and the, having fans vote on the ring, ring of honor. Um, you were in this league when Corey Dillon, like, his whole thing in Cincinnati was people didn't love his attitude, and then he was disgruntled, went to the Patriots, and won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, no, that's exactly It's kind of the way I remember it, too. Now, I don't know if I, I agree with the idea of letting fans join, uh, actually vote on the Ring of Honor. I think that's an ownership thing. Yep. They're the only ones that are going to be there for the standard test of time. I mean, that's how they handle it in Tampa. Because, again, coaches are going to come and go. Front office is going to come and go. Players are going to come and go. But the owners are the owners. And so I think it's really their call, and that's how we handled it in Tampa. The owners made every call in terms of the Ring of Honor, and I think the Brown family should do the same. I, you know, that didn't end great, uh, so I can understand where there might be a little bit of hesitation, but you know, you should be thankful that you can be on that, even if it took you a couple years longer than you wanted it to be. Mark Dominic joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Why does the NFL and the NFLPA, why have they allowed players to gamble at all on sports? What, I, I, don't, I don't get that. Yeah, it's tough. You know, what's the point, right, in terms of, like, putting them in precarious situations? But I and, – and, look, I think other – you know, you can certainly have friends in other sports and have information or, or things like that, or you can reach back out to your college or something like that. But, 
You know, in the end, I think the idea is, look, just leave football alone and make it pretty simple. I think all the players now have a very clear understanding of what the rules are. I would be very surprised if we had more than one, if only, if not even one, next year get suspended due to, you know, the decisions they make in terms of gambling. Um, you know, there is a level of responsibility that you can give to a player, just like, you know, there's an off season they can go, you know, make a decision if they want to go out to have a cocktail or not have a cocktail. It's, it's they're old enough to know what's right and wrong, and they should be able to be handling that kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> the, like, I, I look. I, I mean, look. I, and I'm respectful of gambling. I mean, gambling is going to be the lifeblood of sports radio, sports television. Uh, you know, un- until further notice. But I, I also know that, like, we've all heard enough stories. And I mean, like, look, guys are compulsive. They just are. Especially athletes can be compulsive. Think about how they treat their bodies, how they yeah. uh, and they're comp- they're compulsive competitors, right? And so it starts as competition, and then you know you're down a bunch. I, I don't know. I, and there's there's no amount of money that you can't lose gambling, right? It's like oh no, they make too much money. Like no no no, you can lose a lot of gambling. And then when you're down a lot oh, yeah. of money, dudes will do anything to get out of it. Yeah, there's a reason why in Las Vegas there's a limit on every table because once you start losing so much, they don't want you to get it back. You're very right on that. Yeah, that uh, the real walk of shame is going back to the ATM and paying $7 to get money, <laughs> to get your own money, right? Then to just to go lose it again, to just go, go lose it again. Mark, I uh, hope you had a great fourth. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk soon. Doug, thanks for having me on again. Talk to you let's next get, week. Let's get to Isaac Lowenkron. Ilo, what do you got? Thank you, Doug. We will start with Las Vegas and the preamble to the Summer League. That, of course, the incident involving Britney Spears and a security guard for NBA number 1 overall draft pick Victor Wembanyama of the San Antonio Spurs. Las Vegas police announcing today that no criminal charges will be filed in the incident. TMZ obtained a copy of the police report, which said the security guard, quote, pushes her hand off of the player without looking, which causes Britney's hand to hit herself in the face. This is a standard response for most security slash bodyguards. The guard did not willfully or unlawfully use any force or violence. Unquote. In college football, Northwestern suspended head coach Pat Fitzgerald two weeks without pay after an investigation into hazing allegations in its program. Fitzgerald begins serving the suspension today. And the two-time defending world champion U.S. women's soccer team has named forward Alex Morgan and midfielder Lindsay Horan co-captains for this year's World Cup. It'll kick off two weeks from now in Australia and New Zealand. Say, I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Doug. Uh, every day on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, we try and recap for you some of the crazy, zany things that you couldn't believe happened, except they did, because, well, that's baseball. It's time for That's Baseball. The Minnesota Twins are in first place in the AL Central. They've won five of their last six, moving shortstop Carlos Correa into the leadoff spot. And after a disappointing first three months of the season, Correa's got a .903 OPS during that span. How do you explain a player who signed a massive free agents contract going from huge disappointment to world beater in a week, in a week and moving to the leadoff spot. That's baseball. That's baseball. Remember uh, Francisco Lindor 
right? Last night, he became the sixth player to record five hits, two triples in a game. He joined Willie Mays, Hoot Evers, Rogers Hornsby, and Cy Seymour. Really? To accomplish that in one game. How do you explain a player doing something in one game that only two Hall of Famers and two guys that are so old you've literally never heard of them accomplished? That's baseball. That's baseball. And the San Diego Padres, who have woefully underachieved. They're five games under 500. they They're currently trying to decide whether or not they'll be buyers or sellers to the trade deadline. Starting pitcher Joe Musgrove uh, was recently asked if he thinks the team's underachieved. He said, quote, I know from the outside it looks like we're overpaid guys not performing. Sometimes there's just no answer. We're going to get through it right now. You know what that answer is? That's baseball. That's baseball. I know from the outside looking in, it looks like we're underachievers, but we are. That's what he said. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrite.com studios, Dennis Rodman has a new look. We'll explain next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yay, just like that. What a display by Sitsipas. What a cruel end for Murray. What an embrace at the net. And you hope that some of this noise is for Stefano Sitsipas because he has been so, so impressive. Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. That is our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. So you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Andy Murray, remember him? Like, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Loses to Stefanos Tsitsipas in five sets. That's our progressive play of the day. Let's get to the press. The Press. The Press is brought to you by Irish Spring, the fresh scent of Irish Spring, and those sensational Irish Spring suds. Just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring, a local retailer near you. Isaac Lohenkron, what do you got? Doug, you're undoubtedly familiar with Mike Tyson's face tattoo, correct? Sure. Well, NBA legend Dennis Rodman has just received a face tattoo, and it's an enormous tattoo. It covers his entire right cheek, the right cheek of his face, just want to clarify that, and the tattoo, which again covers the entire right side of his face, is of his girlfriend. So the entire right cheek of Dennis Rodman's face now covered with the face of his girlfriend, the tattoo artist who gave him the tattoo, told TMZ he was a champ. He sat through it. Pretty random, but he loved the hell out of that girl. Unquote. Hmm. Um, yeah, I face tat neck tattoos, I think, are probably the ultimate in like. How are you going to get a, like, a regular job? Face tattoos, you have to be a celebrity or uh, a rapper or have served time. Celebrity or rapper. Although, there is a, I got it, there's a new, um, I don't know if he's new, he's new to me, a new like uh, R&B singer. I think it's Teddy Smalls. Have you heard Teddy Smalls? Uh, no, I'll Google him right now. Oh, Teddy okay, Smalls, Teddy Smalls. He, he looks... He has a, his tattoos look a little bit like, um, uh, what's the, what's the singer, rapper, performer, uh, with all the face, face work, face tattoos. Yeah. You're really going to have to narrow that down. Post Malone. He's kind of got a Post Malone look and then he sounds like an R&B version of Chris Stapleton. Ah, and he's also got that, that enormous uh, circular thing dangling out of his ear. That's an, an interesting look. I was considering trying it, but uh, Teddy apparently... Teddy swims. Teddy, Teddy swims. swims. Okay, Teddy, Teddy swims. swims. You're, anyway, ki- you're killing me, Ted, swims. Teddy, Teddy swims is... I mean, he's got tats <laughs> everywhere. Um, I'm actually most... I'm, I'm most intrigued. Have you seen the guys that get the tattooed hairline so it looks like they have like a shaved head? 
Ooh, okay. Have you hmm. seen this? So, th- so they're bald, but they have yes. a tattoo that makes it look like they have a very uh, close cropped hairline. Correct. Huh. Correct. But I mean, the problem with that is like, once you get up close, and I mean, one of the cool things about if you have, ever have a shaved head or like, I got a good fade here going. Right? It's like you rub your finger alongside; it feels really good. That's obviously not the case when you have the the tattoo. Right. Hmm. I don't know. Jay Billis, maybe, you know, he's an adventurous guy. Maybe he could try something like that. Speaking of adventurous, we take you to the Centurion Club in London, where this is how it sounded on the first hole of today's Live Golf event. Oh, wait a minute. None of you knew that Live Golf was having an event at the Centurion Club in London? But nevertheless, here's how it sounded on the first tee before the start of the Live Golf event today. That's right. Live Golf, apparently living up to its slogan, Golf But Louder, a flash mob broke out on the first tee of the Live Golf event at the Centurion Club in London. It just seems like a bunch of random people, not even the golfers, they're all dressed in business casual attire, are performing a flash mob on the first hole of the Live Golf event. And a related story, 2011 called, and they wanted the music back. No word yet if the Augusta National Club will try the same thing in the 2024 Masters. It was so bad and so uncomfortable. That's one of those, like, all right, I, I get that maybe somebody mentioned it in a meeting. Like, what if we did a flash mob? Like, yeah, let's not, let's, let's not do that. But they really did it. It really, really happened. I mean, it's one thing if it's the players, but it's it's just a bunch of people who look like your average uh, workers at a corporate place having their coffee break, uh, you know, doing this flash mob. All right, speaking of flashes, uh, after the show, Doug, you're heading to Vegas for the Summer League. Uh, I'm sure you'll be uh, noting the new MSG Sphere, which is part of the Vegas skyline. Well, to celebrate the 2023 NBA Summer League on all 11 nights of the Summer League, the MSG Sphere, the exterior, will be displaying NBA Summer League content on its exterior every night that the NBA Summer Pro League is there. So watch for it tonight on the Vegas Skyline, you and Jay Stu. I mean, this thing is kind of like taking over our hearts and minds, hasn't it? I mean, it's really fascinating to see exactly what's happened there with the with Vegas and the uh, and the Sphere, where. It looks to be really, really cool. I mean, did you see the one today where it's like a basketball? And like you're, you're mm-hmm. on the street and there's this gigantic basketball. It looks like an orb. Mm-hmm. I will report back on the sphere on Monday. Here's my idea. Here's my idea. Someday in the future, on the stage of the sphere, remember, it's a big stage. It has a capacity of 18,600. They should play an NBA exhibition game on the stage at the sphere. That's my idea. Yeah, here's the pr- the problem is that that place is specifically designed to not hold that those that level of sporting event. All right, that's why just an exhibition game. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like okay. it's it's like that would that would go against the whole idea of the place. You can have, you have hey, boxing. Press. That was the press. Boxing or MMA right there in the middle of it. 
Uh, but the rest is all it's all gonna be concerts. All right. And it's 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 like supposed to be like a venue for art, and the art of concerts, the art of music. So, uh, all right. So, look, we at the in the bonus podcast. I'll be live at the top of the hour. I think you'll really like it. Um, it's it's a really fun, we got some really fun conversations today, and then tomorrow we have all ball live from Las Vegas. Live from Las Vegas, we're gonna be at NBA Con. And I don't, somehow we ended up on the, it's almost like uh, Lollapalooza. We're like one of the listed acts. So, Jay Stu, you got to bring your A game and your A gear. Always. To Vegas we go. Vegas, my friends. Have a great weekend. This is Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Elevate your summer with Osea's best-selling body care set. It's everything you need for radiant summer skin on the go. Featuring travel sizes of Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral skincare, like their best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Right now, you can get the best-seller's body care set, a $78 value, 33% off. And use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com, code SUMMER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.